Abbott is Death Process. This is the Science Fiction Rating System, the podcast that aims to rank every science fiction film from one to infinity. I am your one of your hosts, Sam Draper, and I'm joined as ever by Chris Redding. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, I'll put in some uh, chewing gum. I can't do that during this. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? Good, thank you. I'm taking uh, it out now. Cool. And Alex Humphrey. Hello. Uh, I should have been taking a swig of coffee, shouldn't I? Yeah. So that we could have had equally weird uh, intros. <laughs> um, I was about to say, we need to have best behaviour because we've had an uptick in listeners since last week. Got okay. some new people. Ooh. So, uh, <laughs> and we did the least, the least professional intro I think we've ever done. <laughs> so, at least Hello, new listeners. Yeah. Were, they, what, were they listening to that episode, though? Or were they listening to other episodes? Uh, the stats suggest people are going from the start and listening all the way through. Wow. Oh dear. So they know how shoddy we are, so that's okay. It's commitment, that is. They probably won't get this far. They'll probably get like 50 episodes in and think, oh man. It doesn't change, does it? It's the same shit every week, so I'll give up. But, but yeah, if you are listening and you're new, this is the podcast where we put a big list of science fiction films together. Go and see the list at sciencefictionratingsystem.com. We had three films every fortnight. And this week, it was three films suggested by, uh, I forgot his name, Daniel Fitzsimmons, the director of Native, which came out on Friday, to um, quite good reviews. I saw a red review on The mm, Guardian. Yeah. Mm. It was quite uh, yeah. positive, so I'll be looking forward to seeing that. Uh, yeah, but in the meantime, we watched three films that inspired his work, and should we just get straight into it? You, can read, uh, you can read his big quotes about each film, can't you, on the, last, on the show notes? For the preview. That's true. Yes, if you go yeah. to sciencefictionratingsystem.com, all his notes are there. And we also, we talked through it all last episode. Yeah. Um, Did you put the trailer? Yeah, now, we should post a trailer of his. Yes, we'll put his trailer. I put it in the show notes last time. We'll put it in yeah. this one as well. They were good trailer, films. Actually, pretty good. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting week, definitely. Um, mm. So let's start with Solaris, shall we? Yes. Uh, who wants to go first? Chris, have you seen? Just out of interest, have you two seen or read or like about aware of this story before this film? Yes, you've seen I'd the s- older films, yeah. Well, I saw this film before the old film, uh, but I've also read the book. Okay, cool. And I'd seen the the Russian film, but I haven't read the book. Right. Okay. Um, How about you? No, I hadn't. This is this is it. So, have you seen it before now? Yes. You had yet, yeah. Because um, I, I watched it when I was making Somnus. Um, oh, I thought that. Yeah. Um, well, we'd already started making it, and then one of the actors goes, "Oh, you should watch this." So ah. uh, because there's a theme, there's a dead wife theme. There is. Um, but yeah, I enjoy- well, the trailer was terrible compared to it. Really was. Oh the film. Yeah, 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 yeah. So definitely. I was expecting Missold it massively, worst. didn't it? Yeah. Um, but actually, I kind of liked how it ticked along. It had a nice, it had a nice mood to it. I like how thing, how it was edited. I like mm-hmm. how the story was told. There wasn't too much, um, like in between scenes. Yeah, yeah. Which was a weird way of telling it. Well, you know, because you don't normally see that in sci-fi. I think all three of these films do share, don't they? Like, yeah, yeah. editing like that. Yeah, you mm. sort of have to connect the dots a bit, which is quite fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I actually quite like George Clooney. I think he's a good actor. Hmm. Um, the other guy's a bit 
um, annoying. Yes, definitely. Snow. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that he? Uh, they cast him after seeing his audition tape for playing Charles Manson. Right. And then he did actually end up playing Charles Manson. But if you know that, it is that kind of vibe that yeah, he gives yeah, off, yeah, that yeah, kind definitely. of psychopathic. He's very... It's a bit overacting. It reminded me a little bit of... Um, the film that is at the very bottom of our list. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, the rotoscoped one. Scanner Darkly. Oh, yeah. Scanner Darkly. It was yeah, a bit yeah. Scanner Darkly, wasn't he it? He is, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as I saw him, I thought, if this guy's not an alien, I'll be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I like how the mystery is unfolded. Um, and considering it's actually quite a contained film as well isn't it really mm. yeah, yeah yeah it's, it's really sparse there's yes. hardly any sets and they don't any do characters. any of the sci-fi which, which i actually kind of you know i like the procedural they don't do any of the between him on earth and him turning up at the base yes he's no, there. yeah yeah and it kind of you sort of have to make a leap of um trust to know that they would send someone who'd never been to space before <laughs> to yeah. the station because we've not seen any of the training or anything it goes into space travel in, in what this world's supposed to be they so. just say don't they oh it's don't worry the ship's all automated yeah. you'll be fine and it's a bit like mm, really like it looks pretty comp- when you see him in that front of the, the ship it looks pretty complicated all those mm. <laughs> buttons and dials it doesn't look easy I mean if there's a cost wrong. to send a ship to this station yeah you think they would do more than sending one psychotherapist or wouldn't you? Yeah. You think a they little bit. filled the ship to its capacity to achieve the mission? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It's only it's a kind of a one shot thing, isn't it? They don't send him and a scientist. Well they sent a, a didn't they send a team before which got lost? Yeah. Yeah. Which we don't really hear about, do we, after that that? I think no. the idea is that that, that they've they've that the two that are left are part of that bigger team, aren't they? Yeah. And all the rest have like gone mad or killed themselves or whatever. Mm. But yeah, like they don't ever. His his investigation to that sort of starts and ends with getting there and falling asleep, doesn't it? Mm. And then his wife shows up. See, maybe it could be done with like some shots of a bigger scale, like you know, a big greenhouse thing where there was multiple bodies, or you know, maybe. just just something under just a step up slightly, just for one one shot or two. I think though that's why it works well as it does because it hasn't got that. It kind of forces you to think almost exclusively about Clooney, doesn't it? Because there's so little else going on. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You you don't really because I think you'd quite quickly get into those plot holes if they explored that further. Mm. Then you'll be like, well, hang on, why aren't there so many people here? And hang on, how's that work and where they come from? But because you don't really see much of the ship, do you? Like it looks nice what you see of it, but you mm. don't really see a lot of environment. It's very mm. clear that it's about the characters, and not the. And they've also yeah, had to make a like a, a consideration in a sense of what where they are. They don't say it's yeah. a planet. They don't say it's a moon or a entity. But I mean, presumably it's a, well, it's, it's a, a planet. planet so yeah. he's actually travelled to another star, right? Has it? Yeah, weirdly, like the the book. I'm sure the book goes into like a lot of detail about his journey at the start. Well, you'd have like, to about you? going there. Um, uh, it doesn't like start with it on there. I'm sure the first bit. But is, also, it's a really old there. story, so their sort of understanding of things was different as well, right? Mm. So, did um, you read? Uh, did you did you read what the bloke that wrote the book thought of this? Even though he never saw it. No. Uh, he said while admitting that he had not seen the film, 
Lem referred to Sonnenberg's adaptation as a remake of the Tarowski film. Uh, he said, To my best knowledge, the book was not dedicated to erotic problems of people in outer space. As Solaris author, <laughs> I shall allow myself to repeat that I only want to create a vision of human encounter with something that certainly exists in a mighty manner, perhaps, but cannot be reduced to human concepts, ideas, or images. This is why the book was entitled Solaris and not Love in Outer Space. <laughs> so, even though he never saw it, he slated this, which is a bit unfair of him. But, well, also, I mean, to yeah. be honest, like having seen the old film and this, I don't think this film is much like the old film at all. They're very different. Yeah, films. no, no, yeah, they are very different. But, but yeah. also, this film is a lot more like the book than the old film is. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? It, it follows the plot a lot closer than the, the older one. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, what uh, overall, how do you feel about... Yeah, no, I, I saw it a long time. I, well, I saw the original a long, long time ago, and I saw this in between, and didn't think much of it at the time, and was just a bit kind of snooty, a bit snotty about it, and like, oh, it's just a Hollywood remake, whatever, and I don't. I remember kind of ruling it out. Um, but now re-watching it, I thought it was really, really good. I think, like Chris said, it's it's the sparseness of it that really works. You know, there's... He's just, it, it just kind of throws you into the situation. It keeps moving and it is all about the characters and how they react. And I think the stuff they don't show makes it better. You know, like you never see, um, is it Viola Davis's, like her one, you never see that. Yeah. What her one is, what her visitor is, which I think is really good because it makes it more creepy and more kind of horrible in a way. Like what, yeah. what was it that was visiting her? Um and I think no, I think it really. I think George Clooney is quite good in it. I think he, I think he's good casting because he's charismatic enough that you're just on board with him from the beginning. So you kind of like because it's quite sparse on the characters and the background. I think you kind of get on board with him as because he's likable. And then it does. Yeah. He does actually get more of his chops around the kind of the, their relationship and stuff like that. I think it's um, yeah. I think I mean the idea that she is because she's a construct of his memory. She's doomed to do what he remembers of her, not what mm. really she did. I think it's quite a clever concept. Um, yeah. That idea is quite good. Um, and yeah, the planet is this kind of, you know, you don't really know why the planet's doing it, whether it's got a reason to do it, whether it doesn't, whether it's just trying to reach out. You know, it's a lot like Arrival. You don't really know why the planet's doing what it's doing. It's not really explained. And it, it does have that. It is I very think, alien in a good way, you know. It's mm, quite a yeah. different take on the alien encounter concept. The twist that it does, I think, that like sells it really for me is the fact that the the creations of the planet don't even really know themselves why yeah. they're there. Yeah, like the fact that you no, know, she tries to kill herself and things and mm. doesn't want to upset him. She knows she needs to be near him because that's how she exists, but doesn't mm. know why. Yeah, like mm. it's such a. I don't know. It's a bold concept because it just it does like invite you to think about all sorts of things that don't make any sense and it can't explain. Mm. And it's better for not trying to explain it in a way. I think. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Definitely. Which and I think they do really well with conveying that in the sense that I mean I don't. My problem with it is that I don't. I like the setup and I love that concept. I don't particularly like the way it's performed um, between Clooney and. Uh, Natasha, what was her name? McKellen? McKellen? Mm. I can't yeah. say it. Weird yeah. name, anyway. His wife. Um, like, I don't like, I don't really get their interactions at all. I like all the flashback stuff. I think that's done really well. And the fact mm. that she's clearly got that childhood trauma they show, tell you briefly about, and yeah. is, you know, clearly quite depressed and upset about the baby, um, mm. aborting the baby, things like that. But then the stuff in the present day, I think. Well, so present like current time for the film mm. I just don't buy it doesn't mesh with him at all me at all like he 
doesn't want her there and he doesn't want her there. And I know they're falling in love, but I don't really see that. Like, they seem to... You know what I mean? Like, I don't know I'm trying to... Yeah, he, to say he, it. Like, he's, he just becomes driven to keep her there. It's almost like his character is almost turned down a bit. His, he just, his whole thing is just he wants to keep her alive and... And take her back to Earth, doesn't he? And it, but despite the fact all yeah. they do is pushing back against each yeah. other, and yeah, no, I see, don't really I know get what you to mean. that. Like if there's a if there's a scene of something like where you know he is accepting of her as a fake, and they mm. have a nice tie together, but all the time she spends with him, she's like, I don't know why I'm here. I, you know, I, you either he either wants to kill her or she wants to kill herself. Yeah, and it's like they're missing they're missing a bit of it in a way. For yeah, me. I they guess might be I just mean, selling like it's he doesn't even know why he's trying to. Yeah. Keep her there, like it's like a primal thing within him. Within it's the guilt within him. Well, that's what yeah. I was going to say. I thought. It, I mean, I think you're just There's supposed to believe it's his guilt. Yeah. His guilt for like letting her die or not not stopping her dying. Basically, I thought mm. that was. What oh it yeah. Was. I just don't buy it though. I just mm. didn't. I just didn't really work for me. Mm. Um, it was. It was supposed to be Daniel Day Lewis uh, as yes. the George Clooney character, yes, which would have been very, uh, very different. I don't see how he would have gone all method on this. I mean, <laughs> this is going to go up to space it's station. Space, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit uh, of a weird one. <laughs> yeah. And it was also, think... also supposed on, to be James, I was going to say, it was also supposed to be James Cameron was going to remake it, wasn't he? Yes. He was still involved, wasn't he, a lot with it? Yeah. I think he's the reason it got Produced made, it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The um, post-Titanic wave. Do, mm. do you think the jump, you know, the first, the, you know, the first one where he put her in the escape pod? Mm. Yes. I, that was that moved quite a lot for me, in terms of yeah, um, just how the obviously it's in the book, but it it's how it was told that bit was confusing. Like well, how fast it happens, and yeah, it's just yeah. Mm. I, I love the shot though of her flying off. The way like they keep the yeah. focus on him, and you see the like the blurred, you know, yeah. the long shot of her flying off in the back. Yeah, it's really well done. I think no, it's yeah. lots of good shots. He, he I think. Because I think I personally think he's a bit of a patchy director. I think some stuff's good, oh, think some stuff's mm, some yeah. stuff's crap. But what he, what I notice he does in this is it shots where you know it will be staying on one character, and in conventionally you would have next shot you'd cut away to see the other person talking. He mm. doesn't cut away. Yeah. He'll just remain on the person listening, mm. which yeah. is I think works really well in this because you then are you're then aware of who who's who's perspective you're seeing it from because yeah. it shifts doesn't it from kind of Clooney's perspective to her perspective of what's what's he about what's he saying yeah. what, does, what does he want from me yeah. he um, also repeatedly does a thing of overlapping the dialogue over the next scene but like way mm. longer than it would normally happen yeah like he'll yeah. linger on someone's just like staring at the camera while the next dialogue is mm. playing off it's all, yeah. it's all very dreamlike isn't it in that mm. sense yeah but I think when no. it's so contained and actually quite a basic setting I think you have to do that, don't you, to sort of inject a little bit of interest into how the story oh, yeah, is yeah. revealed. Mm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And I like the way the ending is done. The fact that they cut back just briefly to show, uh, you know, him back on Earth, mm. and he's not actually back on Earth. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a bit annoying in a way, in a way that Arrival does a lot more, and I didn't like that. We'll get to that, but. Because they don't really labour the point too much, you just see him like going, "Oh, I tried to smile and stuff like that." Yeah, back on Earth, and then just straight back to cut to him being left on the, the what's, uh, ship. What's the end of the book then, Sam? Like that, he stays. He stays. Oh, on the okay. Ship. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. I mean, I mean, in the book though, I'm sure they. Um, I can't remember. It's worse to read it, but I'm sure they attack. They actually attack the planet 
You know oh. that hot thing where they try the X, where they get like it's all new, neutrons or whatever, new yeah, 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 yeah. X ray thing. I'm sure they blast the planet with X rays, and it, oh. like shit goes a bit bad then. Oh, okay, uh, but no, it ends the same way. He stays. He can't mm. bear to go, and he stays. No, oh, okay, that's good. It's good that they kept the same ending then. I like how it's like really alien. I like think how it's done in that yeah. way. Like mm. it's like a planet of consciousness or something, isn't it? Like a yeah, strange. It's orb. it's the most alien of these. It's the most alien alien character in these three alien character films. I would yeah. say. Proper hard sci-fi in a way, yeah. like films can't normally get away with, but books obviously do a lot more. Like it's mm. a real, mm. yeah, yeah. As as arrival is really like the idea of a you know linguistic alien. That's again something that a book can do better, but they, and they I don't know. We'll get onto that. In fact, weren't all, all three of these were books, weren't they? In fact, yes, I think Manifold to Earth was mm. also a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Mm. Anything else to add about this one? It's just a. No. Okay. I know. Uh, my, my only yeah. other, my only other thing was that it was rated R initially because of seeing Clooney's naked backside yes. so much. Yeah. Uh, and Soderbergh yeah. vowed to have the film's rating appealed, and he basically just said, "Well, you can see worse than that on TV." And then they were like, "Oh, okay," and put it PG thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny that ju- it was literally just his naked bum, like a couple of times, yes. <laughs> that got it in R. I think that's quite amusing, but it shows you what's wrong with the rating system, I guess. <laughs> and a, a, a beautiful soundtrack as well. Um, mm, yeah. Cliff Martinez. Oh yeah, um, who's yes. best known for his drive work, probably, but really great, um, really great soundtrack. Mm. Yes, um, and the actual visuals, the like the when they do go out into space and stuff, I think it's all done quite. They don't linger on it, but it's it's nice. You, know, you accept mm. it, and, it, and yeah. it works. Yeah, I love the look of the ship. I love the fact that the ship kind of looks expensive, but they don't probably because they don't linger on it. You know, it's just mm. like there's a backdrop, and it's sort of yeah. It it just looks. You just don't. You don't need to. You're not taken out of it at all. Are you? It's all very containing and very yeah. good and works mm. well. It's a, and it's a good a future. Like you know, they just change the clothing a bit. He's got that kind of see through TV. It, like you say, it's not laboured, but there's there actually is enough zero there. procedural in it, isn't there? They never talk, they never see anything being used or operated, or even no. this Higgs boson thing that they keep talking about. No, we never even yeah. see that, or there's no prop yeah. to associated with that. There's no, not even a computer screen where they show a diagram of what it can do. No, no. it's a surprise you liked it, Chris. This is it's anti what you normally like so much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it is a lot like there is a, a lot of comparison to this and Somnus, aren't they? Like it is a. I'm not saying you ripped it off, but like you know the the that sort of sense of isolation and left in space. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and red dwarf. And red dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And an alien. Like it's like that. It's like the middle bit of alien, isn't it? Yes. Mm, yeah. Oh, sorry, the start bit of it. First bit of alien. Yeah. It's a good thing. I like it. It's a good. It's it's good that you can go so many different ways with that concept, isn't it? Of being yeah. basically in a submarine in space, isn't it? Like it's such a gravity. Yeah, gravity. Yeah. Mm. Right. Let's rate it. Um, I really don't know what someone else can go first because I'm not really sure about this one. Uh, anyone got any ideas? Uh, twenty-one. Above the host, below Terminator Two. Yeah. Yeah. But quite near Eternal Sunshine, which I feel it's kind of uh, a bit like in a mm, way. Yeah. In that kind mm. of, it's a relationship drama, but filtered through a sci-fi kind of concept. I, I'd say twenty-six. Oh. Um, below they live, above Lost World. Mm. I preferred her. 
Yeah, is it better than her? I don't know. Not for me. I like mm. the. I, lo- I like the core of it. That idea. Yeah. I just don't. I don't would know. Would you it's rewatch this many times compared to some of these movies? I'm, I'm not sure. Mm. I would. I don't think I'd watch this again. Yeah. Not for a long time. No. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Lower then. Okay. Yeah. Lower's fine. I don't know. See, it's tough on the rewatching of fact... basis, it'd go like thirty for me. You think? Yeah. It's weird because there are is because I love the book so much and the other films quite interesting as well. It's tough, isn't it? Because it's so it's hard not to consider it in the context of those things. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, which isn't really fair on it. <laughs> I don't no. think. I think twenty six. Twenty six is good. It's got good artistic intentions and. And it works in a lot of ways, which... Yeah, 27 below Lost World. Yeah, okay. Mm, okay, all right then. 28 yeah. below Battery's not... No, it's better than Battery's no, not included. No, it's better than Battery's not included. Come on now, yeah. All right, let's go 27. <laughs> <laughs> Just talking it further and further down the list. Um, but it was still good. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, cool. All right, so that was Solaris. Our first film of the day. We're back... After the break, was something very different. With our second film uh, from 1976, Nicholas Rogue, Rog, Rogues, yeah. The Man Who Fell to Earth, uh, starring David Bowie as The Man Who Fell to Earth in Search of Water. Um, <laughs> That's so, pretty much it, though, isn't it? I guess yeah, you're really. right. Guy looks so, for water. <laughs> um, I'll start this time. Uh, so, yeah, this was a weird film. Um, it, I really was quite enjoying this. Like for the first bit, I liked apart from the soundtrack, which I didn't like, but I liked the fact it cut through time so fast, and the only way you could really tell that was from the like terrible makeup and hair changing colour. <laughs> um, I liked. I thought Bowie's performance got better as it went on. I think he started, and you're like, "Wow, what were they thinking?" But like he, you could see why they cast him the further it went on. Like he, mm. you know, he played it all right uh, at, at times, better than other times, um, and I liked. I think Rip Torn is really good in it as the strangely lecherous um, college teacher who becomes obsessed with Bowie and then uh, employed by Bowie. Um, But I felt it all fell apart for me once uh, like Bowie tries to fly into space (laughs) and there's a little cameo from uh, what was he Apollo 13 Apollo 11 what was that that guy off? Oh yeah he was off one of them wasn't he? Yeah an actual real space dude. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets caught by, um, I don't know who, is that the government or a different organisation? I couldn't really work out who was catching him. I think it is supposed to be the government because the black guy is from the military, isn't he? And he's part yeah. of what it is, I think. Yeah. So he gets caught and then it just, I just thought, what? It just completely fell apart. Like nothing yeah. happened for a long time. Yeah. Everyone was terrible. But, uh, but I thought the ending was fantastic when he's really? just... I, I I love that final shot of him. Really? Just getting drunk and then Rip Torn turns up. And what does he say to him? Something like, do you think you'll ever get back? And he's like, oh, I don't know. 
and then just puts his he- just puts his head down just <laughs> hat yeah he drops his drink doesn't he and the, the, the it, poor yeah. waiter's like oh Mr Newton I'm yeah, so sorry but, yeah you've had it yeah oh yeah it's okay. such a I mean it's clearly someone was on a lot of drugs someone had an overactive imagination and there's too many ideas going on but at the mm. core of it I think the core the middle bit when he's living on the lake and he's like watching lots of TVs and has the, mm. uh, the woman with him and um, I think there's some Something unique there. And the whole idea of him coming down and, like, you know, patting stuff, pasting stuff and mm. making that is a good I like idea. That. That's a very yeah. good idea. It's just surrounded by a lot of 70s bullshit and. Yeah. You I didn't know, quite understand that. So, things. what? Did he have the. He owned the pat- patent? Yeah. I, but, yeah, I didn't get that idea because it was like he was patenting stuff that had already been built. Yeah. He just had. Didn't he just have, like. Because he's from another. Wasn't it just he had an. He's from an alien race. So, yeah. like. That camera, the inst- like a basic Polaroid camera, but those tiny strip, wasn't it? Developed mm. the film, so that's just a thing where he comes and, from. And that this, everyone the CD knows player about. that was like balls inside yeah. the light thing. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, so he's just like, oh, here's some inventions that I know bit, how to build. Somehow. I think the bit that confuses it is when he first arrives and goes to the lawyer, and that lawyer's like, oh, we can take down RCA with this, we can take down this with this. It yeah. sounds as though he's like got the patents for like uh, vinyl. Yeah. Because oh, they're yeah. not patents you're talking about. They're inventions, aren't they? No, like, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like he was weird. Like predating other people's inventions. Oh, no, hold yeah, on, hold on. No, it's because he's been there for longer than we think he's been there. Because do you remember when he driving, he's driving in the car and you see yeah. the, the hicks and they're like, oh, mama, look, there have been some come down from space. It would be like that. That was a good scene, yeah. Yeah, but is that implying that that is actually when he arrived? So he does oh, have the patents. Like flat- no, 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 because yeah. no, they're, no, they're seeing him drive past in a limo, aren't they? No, but mm. is that him having a flashback to when he actually arrived in the lake? Uh, no, the I, real I, time. I, I thought he was like just weirdly travelling through time and just like they were seeing him. Well, but then that at, would make time. But it might be that, but it also might make that would make why he has patents for things. Right. And he had to get than, rid of all them rings, didn't he? And then get some nice clothes and a car and all that. Yeah. But if you can't, there's no point bringing up a patent for a, a record player when there's no record players. Do you know what I mean? No, you, but, may, you have to wait till they've made record players yeah, to but then like, say... Yeah, but like, but like Chris said, though, that start bit, it's as though he's just arrived because he goes yeah. to get money, doesn't he, yeah. by going to the portal. It's like yeah. he's turning up and saying, yeah, the computer, I've actually I got the patent that. for that. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. a yeah. day before the actual guy did. So Okay, no, yeah, no, you're right. It doesn't make sense. I just, yeah. I, I suspect we're putting more thought into this now than they did make <laughs> in the film. And that's the problem with it. They need you know? people like yeah. us in, the, in that room when... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, right, um, Alex. What's your thoughts? Well, on okay. Money so, uh, okay. So this, I don't know if this is controversial. I don't mind David Bowie. I think he's like to me, music-wise, he's like a double CD of hits. Like you know, I'm happy. Fuck you. I know. I thought I knew. I said that <laughs> deliberately to piss you off, basically. But, um, double CD of hits. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And I think Labyrinth is okay. Um, but I, I, I'm not obsessed with him. I don't, and and you can see why he was cast. And it's obviously following, like you know, performance. And uh, he did another one, didn't he, with a pop star? I can't remember which one it is. But it's that idea of like it, it's taking this person who is you're already associating all these things with Bowie, and you're putting yeah. him into a film. So you're bringing a lot of baggage. Well, also, remember the the trailer kept saying Bowie, 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 didn't it? Yeah. So they're clearly banking on that. You're right, yeah. So, and and I had a bit of a problem because I didn't, I thought, like I said, I agree with you. Sometimes he's good, sometimes he's not good, but I don't have that obsession to just kind of let it all go. I think if you're obsessed with Bowie, you'd just be watching that going, oh, yeah, no, I'm Well, that was obviously their sales. 
Yeah, exactly. But the basis yeah. of their whole sales. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would have almost rather it was a better actor in there than someone who has that kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think I can see why they did it, but I think maybe a better actor would have made it a better film. Definitely, yeah. Um, and I, I think there's some interesting ideas in there of like the the idea of an alien being here for so long, and yeah, the patents thing and all that. But I just thought it it got bogged down with yeah the seventiesness of it, and it. I don't think you know, like reading about what people think of it is it, it's like supposed to be like this, like Jesus story of this poor yeah. Per, yeah, or this person this you know the the innocence corrupted by humanity i just didn't really see that he didn't seem to be having a bad time even when he was in prison and they were cutting his nipples off and jabbing him in the ass he still could get a gun he got the woman back he was still yeah. eating nice food it was there was no never any kind of like danger or what was the point of them keeping him like happy and rich i don't know and but why, why could not just kill him and why couldn't they prove he was a fucking alien? <laughs> he was obviously yeah. An why alien. couldn't he get his nipples off? No. What? But why couldn't? Because like she says, doesn't she? Just tell him you're an alien. Just prove it. And he's like, oh, I don't want to. I'm I'm not doing that. And but why couldn't they? Yeah. Please, please don't. Please yeah. don't touch my eyes. Please don't. Yeah. But I don't understand why they couldn't prove he was an alien. He was obviously an alien. Yeah. You know, just take his wig off. Or, <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, that was that was kind of driving me a bit mental. Um, but, and yeah, I agree with you completely that it. It's all building quite nicely, and then when they capture him, it just seems to take this sideways move that you're just like, oh god, there's another hour or whatever it was, and mm, I just didn't, yeah. I couldn't, I was like, I'm, I, I'm out now, you know, I like yeah, this isn't it was in, too long. Yeah, it was way too long. Um, <laughs> I was out when we saw his alien family. <laughs> oh, that was just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're at the alien train track. The fact they live on a house yeah. that's just on a big long bit of metal going through the desert. Yeah. Odd. So, Chris, yeah. uh, what's your overall I mean, they're on? obviously a highly advanced race. <laughs> <laughs> Living in a little wattle and daub hut. Yeah. yeah. On a um, track. <laughs> yeah, completely mental. Hell of a lot of nudity. Mm. A lot of cock. Yeah, yeah, Bowie cock. And rip-torn cock. Yeah, yep. Um, which you don't see nowadays. <laughs> no. <laughs> um what sort of release did this have? What was the rating? And it had an R. It was, uh, okay. yeah. So it had a particular fan base. Um, it's, I, it's very like of that era, isn't it? Though, that kind of thing. I that, liked where yeah. I liked the bit where when he was turning up and it was all that opening bit. I quite enjoyed when yeah. we got to the lake and it just started dragging a bit for me. Like yeah. after after the first yeah forty minutes. Do you know there's a there's an '87 TV remake with Robert Picardo and Will Wheaton in it? Brilliant. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't know that. no, I've got to yeah. see that though. It sounds incredible. I don't think either of them play uh, the Bowie character, sadly. But... I met him in LA, Picardo. Which one? Oh, Picardo. Oh, was he yeah. nice? Yeah, lovely. Hmm. Um, the yeah, so. I mean, I like all the opening bit. I like how he's sort of obviously weird and he's all getting to know the world. I didn't understand the patent thing. I didn't really understand how they were selling his interaction with people, given that he is obviously should be from a more advanced race. Um, yeah. And it really yeah. fell on its ass when they started showing his family and the ship. And yeah. Because they were, you know, as as, you know... When you don't show it, it's just better, isn't it? <laughs> You're using your imagination and not what they can knock together with some tinfoil. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. And it's so unnecessary as well, isn't it? You <coughs> don't need any of that. It doesn't change the tool to the film. And yeah. then mm. where the sex scene where it turns alien is... Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, a yes. little bit of species going on there. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. Uh, All the milk, that milk, wasn't it? It just seemed yeah. like they were throwing a load yes. of milk over each yeah. other. Weird. Just oh. really weird. I think in general, the word I'd say is weird. Yeah, <laughs> and also just the general sort of editing and camera techniques. You know, like there'll be like just rush zooms into people's faces. Like, yeah, that guy's thick glasses. They were breaking a big deal out of the glass <laughs> in them, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Like the first few yeah. shots we saw him, like literally, it was just zooming into the glass. Into the glasses, oh, yeah. 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 And it's like, so they want us to notice that he's got thick glasses. That just reminded me, actually, probably my favourite bit of the film was when they were trying to throw him out the window, that guy, and they go oh, to like, yeah. kill him, and the window doesn't smash, and they're like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> it's really funny. And then they just go back and do it, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And like, oh, it's yeah. not your fault, don't worry about it. And then they just go what? back and throw him out again. They wear, they wear those ridiculous golden like American football helmets as disguises, yeah. don't they? Yeah, like, oh, that's really weird. It's yeah. very, like, I mean, it's just that area, isn't it, again? And it's very, like... I don't know, a bit clockwork orangey, I thought, and a bit sort of... Has anyone ever seen... Um, you can't compare uh, this to Kubrick. <laughs> this is nothing no. like clockwork what's, orange. What's, um, <laughs> Other than the era. Oh. That's what I mean, that era, though. Yeah, you can colours. see it, it's definitely Colour. inspired, yeah, the look of it and things. Um, has anyone seen the Peter Sellers and Woody Allen Casino Royale yeah, film? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, I can see what you mean. That kind of like t- just loads of ideas thrown at it. Like if yeah, you told yeah. me that four people have directed this, I believe you. Cause it's all over mm. the shop, isn't it? But yeah. I do love like um, seeing like the set, like when he goes around his house to show him the patents and like just the general sort of decor. It's just interesting, isn't it? Just seeing a different era on yeah, screen. what was like considered yeah yeah, yeah nice then and stuff, what, yeah. what you know his flat, what was considered meant to have mental in a flat yeah. in a posh flat. <laughs> Yeah, with literally yeah. some wallpaper and a dartboard. <laughs> yeah, a dentist chair. <laughs> I thought it was a bit ridiculous as well that um, Rip Torn, basically Rip Torn's first way of thinking Bowie's an alien is when he quotes the uh, the Royal Air Force motto in Latin, and Bowie doesn't know yes. what it translates to. I don't <laughs> I know, fucking yeah. know what it translates. It doesn't mean I'm an alien. Do you know what I mean every English yeah. person doesn't know what that means in Latin? I was like, that's yeah. such a got, stupid, like, oh, oh, now I know. got ya, got, got ya. ya. <laughs> You're not from England, like it's, that was so stupid. Like, he couldn't even sing Jerusalem. No, yeah. he didn't. That's a bit more of a tip off. I mean, even I probably could <laughs> hummed along to that. But he um, couldn't even sing in his David Bowie. <laughs> yes, true. Yeah, that was weird, wasn't it? I guess that's intentional, isn't it? That they didn't, yeah. they did that on purpose. He was meant to do the soundtrack for this, wasn't he? But didn't. Um, which Just lost interest. <laughs> I think, yeah. Well, I mean, there's a lot of like conflicting. I was reading the making of. Like, some people are saying, yeah, he was like absolutely off his face on drugs, including yeah. Bowie himself. And then yeah. some people saying, no, he was he kept sober for it and stuff like that. But looking at it, clearly, I think everyone involved is on something, yeah. aren't they? No, I think they must like, have had yeah. an on-set dealer. Yeah, yeah, definitely, without a doubt. It's <laughs> the soundtrack yeah. was terrible. You're right. It was just a load of rubbish stuff thrown together, wasn't it? It starts well with the old bit of um, planets coming on, isn't yeah. it? Of, uh, yeah. Mars coming on as he, he lands, but yeah. then after that, it all, all goes down. There's another rendition yeah. of of some Holst later on, isn't there? I think. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, the the stock footage and stuff. It 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 is. <laughs> yeah. It's totally thrown together, isn't it? It's mental. Yeah. Such like a weird. Barbarella in places as well. Yeah. Yeah. Really odd. And I think 
I don't know. How? Why is this so well considered? Like as a film, Cause <laughs> you of, know. Like, I think it's because of. I mean, Nicholas Rogue is like it has made really good films, and he's seen as a kind of auteur, I guess. And I do he, think he made. He, what he did, Dunlop Now, didn't he? Yeah, which is a good film. But what else he done? Perf- that's good? Well, performance is really good. Have you seen that with Mick what, Jagger? Sorry? Performance with Mick Jagger. No, I've not seen that. No, so that's really good. And it's the same. Like the idea in that is quite good, and he did. He, uh, did he, he did do the walk- witches? Didn't he? I fucking hate yeah. the witches. It scares me to death. Did he do Walkabout as well? That's I think that's quite good. Oh right, I don't know that one. Yeah, um, that's a similar vibe. Yeah, yeah, but no, I think it is because of Bowie and the cult of Bowie. I think that's and there yeah. are some images in there which were quite, you know, like there is images I recognise from seeing, like when he's in the chair with all the yeah all the TV screens. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Uh, there is some stuff, and they used some stuff for his albums, didn't they? But like how he looks with the ginger hair and the like, really, really skinny, and I don't know, I don't know why it's. Well, it was low budget. A... It was essentially a porno. <laughs> I mean, it's a big. It's big not a very good porno, though. though if it is a porno, porno but, you know, softcore. It's, it's funny to think that Rip Torn is basically famous now for being in Men in Black, and then you watch him in that. No, Larry, Larry Sanders. Uh, well, okay. Either way, though, it's not for getting his willy out and having sex with a million teenage girls, is it? <laughs> no, but like his his character in Larry Sanders, like he he is like an older version of this character, which is oh, quite okay. funny. Like it just kind of. I think Maybe it's right. just based on him. <laughs> maybe yeah maybe it isn't actually a it's not a film at all it's a documentary yeah <laughs> they're so strung out Bowie really thought he was there for water and <laughs> yeah um, yeah uh, a mess and it'd be good not... if this was actually a crossover in, with Men in Black it's in the same universe <laughs> That would yeah. be interesting. It's how he got involved with yeah. the organisation. Yeah. Because then he go on to start Men in Black after this. Yeah. yeah. Or they cut back to his planet and there's little like little like bug aliens are there pouring a coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Men in Black a lot but much better film than Man Fell to Earth. Who mm. knew? Yeah. Right, let's yeah. rank this. Um uh, see, I, I didn't didn't enjoy this and I feel like being harsher just because of the fact it's meant to be so good. Yeah, you know? I agree. It's not like, enjoyable, knows, was it? No, like Superman 4 and Theodore X, everyone knows what they're getting. This, you're thinking, oh, hang on, this is mm. going to be a bit special and, you know, it's I'm 2001 acid. I guess whatever, director but... said about this, why why this was in the list. Um, oh, actually, we didn't, we didn't read his comments because yeah. he, they were spoilery. So let me yeah. just pull up his comments again. Good yeah. idea. Um, does someone want to rank it while I... Uh... I think you're right, and I think it is a bit pretentious. And, I mean, I know it, we're all saying it's very 70s, but... It's... It, I didn't get pretension bit... from it. I just no? got mm. craziness. Like, just mm. everything. It was such a freer world, you get the sense, wasn't it? It was just like, yeah. there was nothing... I mean, obviously, a lot of pop culture we know hadn't happened, but it's like... Well, that's for better and worse, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you're seeing this, the reasons why but, that isn't a good thing. But also, you're seeing, like, anything is possible to these people. Yeah. 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 Although, I mean, he did still have trouble getting this released because of all the cocks and... Ass and stuff. Um, yeah. Anyway, here's what uh, here's what uh, Daniel had to say about it. Uh, in any list of favourites, I think a Nicholas Rogue film should be somewhere near the top. This is not your list. That's not going to happen. On the last last day of filming Native... Oh, no, I've read this bit about it. Get the DVD, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. What uh, was the spoiler bit? Right, so here we go. In some ways, I was inspired to write Native by imagining Newton's journey to where he ends up at the start of the movie. Newton is a fascinating character with a simple need but buffeted by human manipulation and even the film's own sense of time. 
Hmm, that's an interesting point. Mm. The mm. way he is seduced and ultimately imprisoned by Earth's vices and the whims of an uncaring capitalist structure is brought to bear in a magical way. I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like it. I can agree with that last yeah. sentence. See, I don't think I can see what he's getting from it, but I don't think it was done well enough to get that no. from it. I think there are better films about people who are aliens who are perverted and subverted and captured by us and tortured by us as humanity. I don't think that this was sold. That idea was sold. He was benefiting from capitalism. He was doing... He didn't seem to have a bad life. Like I say, it didn't really seem there was any consequences. In fact, Thingy, uh, where is it on our list? Fishman film. That was a much better film about the idea... um, Oh, yeah, yeah. Way better. What was that called? Collective Invention. Collective Invention. Yeah, that was a way better film about someone being kind of perverted and kind of being manipulated by society and but it's also told freak. in a language which we understand this was told in yeah. a visual language which is crazy yeah 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 to us now yeah um, i don't think it's even to us now because there's plenty of films from that era that you can watch and still oh yeah still work i, I think it's like giving but it we're a, not an aware by some... on tv like tv then was mental as well we we only think of like kubrick as being the high watermark of what was in this era, but he really was the high water mark for a good reason. Mm. I don't like Hubert. He was, was like <laughs> ma- massively that. Yeah. Massive oh, we, we don't have to have well, that even, argument Okay, yet. then we can say like, you know, uh, George Lucas or Spielberg or whatever. But anyway, I think this would stand up to a really good modern remake. Like I agree. A comedy remake or... Like a, I agree. Or a no, I, thing I or think a... this story, the core of it, definitely, the, yeah. that capitalist thing if told properly is a great idea. Yeah, mm. I agree. I think this is yeah. one of the few films where I've actually thought this yeah, could actually do Yeah, like a Brewster's Millions version of this. Yeah. The problem is, marketing-wise, <laughs> someone it would be like Lady Gaga, or it would be whoever our equivalent of Bowie is now, they would go... Yeah, they would put them in because they wouldn't. They would just see it, that was the film, not that the film was about an alien. They wouldn't put a good yeah. actor in, sadly. Yeah. But yeah, I think yeah, a remake right. of this would be good. Yeah. Where are we going to put it? Where's it going to go? Uh, I think this should go at um, number 59. Below My Stepmother is an Alien and above Serenity. Any advances on 59? See, you've hit that bad area for me because I would watch The Guyver and Universal Soldier again <laughs> in a drop of a hat and I would never watch this. I wouldn't watch this again. So I would say... 60, Lower. 61, above Armageddon. Okay, Chris? Um, yeah, I'd take that, yeah. Uh, I'd probably say 58, 59, oh. 59, yeah. What do you say, like 62, 61? Uh, yeah. Should we say not as good as a guy who's better than you as a soldier? Compromise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because also, it's something hilarious about Manifel to Earth being between the Giver and Universal <laughs> Soldier the return. Not even the first Universal Soldier. <laughs> yeah, I don't think many people would predict that that would appear there. I mean, that's, it's quite no. high up in most lists of films to see, isn't it? Like, you're right, it's heralded as this, yeah, I don't know, I don't get it either. Should it get more credit because of its, art, you know, its artistic intentions were higher no. than these two? I don't know, that's... I don't know. I, I had that like debate with myself. Definitely. And also, it's the kind of film where I'd say that everyone should watch it once. Like, You should definitely see this film, shouldn't you? Because it is yeah. so strange. I wouldn't say um, that about My Stepmother is an Alien. Or... Totally, yeah. Or You Know Soldier <laughs> 2. Yeah, no, yeah. 
You're right, actually. Like, maybe it should be higher for that, that it is there's something... I guess, in a way, that, to me, is a bit like uh, Star Trek 1, in that it's such a uniquely weird thing. Mm. You know what I mean? It isn't necessarily good, and in fact, yeah. it isn't good, but is such... Lord, but film. you need to see it, because you'll see the 70s and understand the 70s greater. Yeah, so really, should this be up with the Andromeda Strain? And oh, the no, picture? no, come be... on now. It's not better I... than Collective Invention. It's not better than... Well, I love... I is think it better than Flash Gordon? Be I'm thinking 38 now. Oh! No. <laughs> I didn't mean to... I've oversold. I've oversold. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to get it up a few more. Well, should we go 58 then? Yeah. We'll do a, an unprecedented removal from the list and a re-entry at 58. Yes. Okay. Ugh. Um, if you're out there, whoever in, uh, directed this, you owe me. Nicholas Rogue, yeah, I don't Nicholas know. Rogue. I think he might he's be still dead. alive. Oh, is he? Oh, okay. Well, he might no, be. he's still alive. Yeah, yeah. He made a film called Puffball a few years ago, yeah. which is a terrible name for a film. <laughs> right. We've got one more film to go, and that is Arrival. Uh, join us after the break. third and final film of the day it's Arrival our most recent film in the list by a long way, uh, only two years old, directed by Denis Villeneuve and Alex you'd not seen Arrival before no I hadn't, episode so what did you think of Arrival? I really really liked it yeah I thought it was brilliant, I thought it was uh, I thought it was, it's very it kind of really reminded me of Close Encounters um, in the kind of you know, like well, in the obviously in the plot, but also in the kind of procedural level of it, it's quite intensely scientific and kind of um, you know what would happen, how would it be handled, how would it be perceived. You know, I, lo- I loved all the kind of news reports and radio reports about what was going on outside of what what they were doing. Um, I liked that it kind of threw you straight in and just it seemed to just keep going. It came, seemed to kind of keep running. Um, and I really like the concept, the language concept, the idea, you know, the, the main crux of it, that them learning, trying to communicate, learning the language and all that kind of the intricacies of, oh, well, you know, do they think, you know, that bit where they're like, do they know what well, the difference between a weapon and a tool and all, all that stuff I thought was really good. I had a little bit of an issue with the ending. I liked the concept that she was seeing, you know, the future. Um and I liked all that, and I thought that was nicely done, and it, it was brought in nicely and integrated nicely. The bit I had an issue with was the bit with the, at the ball with the Chinese general, yeah, yeah. where he's like, oh, hey, I'll never... That bit, and it really reminded me, and I'm pretty sure, isn't it in Bill and Ted, where they're hiding, right. and they say, they, I think it's in Bill and Ted, they're hiding, and they go, oh, we can't get past that security guard. And they went, I know, after this, we'll go back in time and we'll put a bucket above the door so it'll fall on his head. And then that happens, and they go, <laughs> oh, okay, we better remember to do that after this is all over. And it, it kind of was a bit like that, and I thought it was a bit of a lame Definitely. trick. I thought it was a lame trick to pull. I like the, the way, when it worked, was how she suddenly knew how to understand it because she went to the future 
and she suddenly understood the writing. But the concept of this kind of, I don't know, I'm sure, Chris, is it a causal loop or the idea that, you know, it, how, yeah. yeah, it's a paradox. And I just thought it was a bit of a shitty lame well, way. The thing is, it only the problem with that particular bit is that it sort of implies that the Chinese guy is a heptopod because he knows the re- he, yeah. when he goes like, um, oh, I feel like I have to show you this. Yeah. Right. The rules of the film, nowhere in this time travel is it that he he hasn't got this ability she's got. No. So why does he feel he has to show it to her? But could he they doesn't... have implanted something into his mind, like in his dreams or something? Or no? Oh, I suppose, yeah. And also and just... also you're 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 led to believe that the Chinese is the Chinese, the Russian and was Pakistan, I think. But their interactions with the aliens are all based on like Mahjong or like and I thought yeah, that was really games, interesting. Yeah. Like, oh they've yeah. they've played they this game and then their mm. interpretation of the language would be very different and all that was all cool. I just thought it was a bit of a lame kind of uh way of solving it all. I, I think they should have for such an intelligent film, I really feel like they should have come up with a more intelligent like answer it's to It's kind the of like problem. the end of the thing that's a small firework to end the display. Yeah. When it should have been mm, a big yeah, firework. Exactly. Uh, so that was my problem with it, but it wasn't enough of a problem to ruin the film. It was just a bit like, oh, that seems a bit lame. But generally, I thought it was really well done, lovely, really well shot. Yeah, amazing soundtrack. Uh, the creature Ooh. design. The creature design wasn't brilliant. I think they could have. No. <laughs> I think they could have come up with more alien-looking creatures. I think they were a bit like. Um, I don't know. Just still, they were a bit obvious. The creatures. Uh, but yeah. But yeah. Overall, positive. Okay, uh, Chris, I I really like this. Uh, the the bit where they arrive, the you know the close encounter stuff, I think is the best I've seen that done in a film. Like mm-hmm. the you know how they set the base up and the procedural stuff. I think that and the feel of it and the sounds of it and how it um just the that general sort of it, she sees the planes and then she sees the news. I think that's told excellently. Yeah. The <clears throat> I'm with you. I think the time travel bit's a bit of a letdown at the end. Mm. Like it's kind of like oh, and she was. It's one of them. Oh, it was all a dream thing. It's kind yeah, of like totally. oh, and yeah. it was time travel is a similar sort of thing for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. The I think in the store, I was I was trying to find it because I'm sure I read a thing about the short story or. Mm-hmm where the way their language works, we can't understand it for... It's a really cool reason, and they never they never go there in the, in the film. And it's because they talk in, like, um, seven tenses. They... And our short-term memory, just as, like, mammals, we can't think like that. I'm yeah. trying to find where... I can't... There's a word for it. It's like when you go... You might have to come back to me after you. Yeah, okay, but it's okay. like it. It's you like talk about the thing, and then you talk about what it does. But because yeah. there's so many levels of uh, reduction in it, you can't remember what you're talking about when you're talking about the verb of it. Right, and and we physically can't work like that, and yeah. that was really cleverly done in the story, but not in the film. Yeah, because the idea is that they understand everything she says straight away, don't they? Yeah. And oh, okay. Because we can't, we can't understand them, but they understand us perfectly well from the start. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, in the book, or just that is that's well, that's revealed in the book, is it? Yeah, the book's more explicit about that. I think mm. it's oh, yeah. that's good. Um, 
teleology or something. Yeah. I mean, but it, it turns out in the film that the way she draws the symbols really does you really just put a little different sorts, different shapes, splodges for different meanings of words. And that is yeah. really simplistic to what the original story was. That's all I'm getting at. Mm. Right. And obviously they've done that for a film telling perspective, but I found that really interesting in the sense of the old story, in the sense of our minds literally can't, can't, yeah, can't work in that yeah. way. But again, like yeah. it's like you said, it's the, that you can do you can really go down the line of something truly alien within a story, whereas in a film it's a lot harder to put that across. Yeah, it's because yeah. they work across all sort of temporal times. Mm. They yeah. experience everything at the same time. So it, it's like they the way they express tense and the verb of the noun is like too complicated for us. Yeah. Um, but also, I also... I, I actually do like the design of the aliens and I do I think I think it's quite creative what they do. I kind of struggle with the room that they're in and how because there's some there's some things taken for granted I think in in the telling of it. Like what's what's the little bird about in the cage? What's that it's about? The oxygen it's level. Is the air's all right, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like going down a mine. But why don't they have a device that does that? Because by taking another creature in to this to this conference that might have all sorts of other meanings which yeah they, in fact actually they could have thought that the bird was in charge yeah and the humans were its assistant yeah, yeah or very... we were we were living like as two things together mm. or yeah 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 no you're right yeah um i'm just i'm just they've gone so scientific with it and in a really good way that it sort of leads me to think like to the real extremes of what they have yeah, taken for what, granted mm. Yeah, um, because that, that I mean I'm thinking more procedurally, which is you know that's always how I go. But um, yeah. but the the telling of it, the flashbacks, I thought was very clever, and how that is actually unravelled and unpicked at the end of mm. her. Um, yeah, I I I massively enjoyed it. Um, okay. I'm with you in the sort of sense of how she was communicating with that Chinese guy at the end. I really love how the different countries went about it in different ways. They could have really yeah. played on that more, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, that's um, actually really interesting. And you feel there's more there, but you don't really get to see it because you're just seeing it from their perspective. But yeah, that would have been... Mm. Yeah, in fact, if it was like almost a TV series and each episode was a different country's ways of dealing with the yeah. aliens, that would be yeah. really like fascinating. Um, right, so... <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> Here we go. Here's my thoughts on this film. Um, for starters, start and the end of it, brilliant. I think yeah. it's mainly down to Max Richter's um, song, whose name I've forgotten. Is it like Shade of Daylight? Oh, on the Nature of Daylight. Beautiful piece of music. And both times I've seen it, I've been in floods of tears at the end. That last five minutes of a scene, the, the flash forward of the life of the daughter. Mm. Oh, slays me. Absolutely slays oh. me. Brilliant. Right, but... Having said that, I have got massive problems with this film because <laughs> I don't like that the only way the twist works is by uh, sort of miscommunication to the audience. And I understand that it can't work any other way, mm. but the, the idea that if, if, if all we knew was she is not married yeah. at the start of the film and they didn't have that thing where she gets her back to her house alone and she looks all sad on the phone to her mum and things like that, like we're misdirected so much that the trick feels cheap to me in the sense that 
it's all relying on a, on just like two tiny little bits of information, or even one. Like if we knew she was married from the start, you'd all the way through thinking, "Well, hang on, this is um, she, hadn't, she hadn't been married." Thinking mm. this, this isn't right, you know, there's something going on here, things. And that when you get to the end, you get that twist. It's nice to get that twist, but then I just think it just feels so cheap to me. I don't like that kind of thing, and that's mm. that's a problem I've got with a lot of films like this. Um, which I wouldn't have done at some point in life. It's like why well, I don't like Fight Club now. I used to love Fight Club, but I hate Fight Club now for mm. that same idea of Yeah. It's not it's not clever, it's just withholding information to make a point to mess to yeah. make a twist, to create things. I understand why it's there. It's gotta do it, you know. Um but that's not my only problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> I also hate all the dialogue between um Jamie Renner and Amy Adams. I don't mm-hmm. their relationship for me I can't stand it. Jamie Renner's character is just makes my skin crawl. I don't know why the he's way he not, talks. I do like him generally, but he's not that believable as this scientist character. I don't is buy he? him as a scientist. No, yeah, not at no, all. He's bad casting, sadly. Yeah, and my main problem. I don't with buy it, any of them as scientists. Well, that's the thing. My main problem is that a lot of the tropes it uses are things that 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 are in Armageddon and films like that that we hate. The pushy mm. army. Yeah. The scientists like. You know, like they're talking on a screen, and then he goes, "Oh, but no, it's a, it's a this or it's a that," and they're like, huh, "Who is this? Who's this guy? Get him out of here!" Yeah, and all that kind of talk. This is all the construction of a of a shitty big blockbuster Armageddon sci fi mm, film. True, and I understand that maybe that's intentional, and that Villeneuve's trying to play off against that and go, "Yes, but we're not going to have a fight. We're just going to go and talk about language." But you're still you're still going through that. Like Forrest Whitaker, another great actor who just it feels completely miscast and his mm. whole role, his whole like, conver- the way he talks, he's like, oh, well, you know, I, I'll give you this much, but you've got to give me some results and this kind of thing. It's so, it's like Michael Bay light in a way. Mm. It just, I just don't like it. I don't like, it. I, I love the, the interaction aliens. I love the idea of it, the, the, the language being so different. I even don't mind the idea that they exist through time and as a, as an excuse for time travel, that's, you know, always going to be bad but that works quite well yeah i just all this other stuff around it and i say the ending like i it absolutely kills me but the the take the first five minutes the last five minutes of the film off <laughs> the, the, the middle bit i just not interested in so are those characters not in the book then <laughs> yeah the book's the same story i think it's quite faithful to the book mm. um like so you know, they, the book, the book does start with her as well, like saying uh, she's talking about her daughter's life at the start mm, of the book, even. Um, mm. uh, but I don't think the short, short story is very good. I don't. I just don't. Oh, okay. I just don't like it as a concept. I don't think it's. Yeah. There's just some little interesting things as far as communication and that yeah. type of stuff, which is which is it it hits on, which is really cool, which you don't yeah, normally totally. that level of yeah, I agree, yeah, of science you don't normally get, which it's is cool. not. Yeah, it's not normally the story they tell. If they tell a first contact story, it's not normally the oh, but how do we talk to them? Like that's yeah, it massively. It's yeah, really, that's, yeah, that's that's what's that, positive that's the about idea. It. I'm not arguing with that. That idea is brilliant. I love that idea. Mm. Like that is a fantastic idea. But the story they put it in, and the characters they put it in, and the way they tell it, none of it for me mm. matches up or works. Apart from, as I say, the very start, and like Chris says, the way they do the shot in the university of them all getting the news and stuff. Mm. Yeah. Until she gets, in fact, until Forrest Whitaker turns up in her office. First contact is doing really film. well. Yeah. I think, on this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just it's looked got like a Gattaca feel to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. it's called centre embedded linguistics. I've just looked up. So oh. it's when you go. Oh, okay. It's like when you put all the objects at the beginning and then all their what they're doing at the end. So like a man, that a woman, that a child, that a bird. That I heard, saw, knows, loves, and you put all the meanings at the end. Oh, okay. 
and I think in the book yeah. there was like 15 levels of that. Right. Mm. So you. So that's why they're seven limbed. I guess. Yeah. Well, mm. it's just that they think differently, and that, I, yeah. I think that it, at they think differently is a good. That's a really good, um, like theme, isn't it? Yeah. To, definitely. Yeah. And like Solaris, that's a thing that those two films do that isn't explored often. Is it that idea of something mm. being so alien we can't even comprehend it? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, which is good. And I'll say one other positive for it: um, the naming of Abbott and Costello as the aliens. Do you know why they called Abbott and Costello? No. No. It's because of... Do you know the, the famous Abbott and Costello sketch about the baseball players? Oh, where, yeah. Like, yeah. On, on base one, it's who, and he goes, no, who's on base one? Who's No, who's on base yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but what, what's he? Oh, what's on second base? And it's like a language sketch. Right. I'll put a link in the notes. And basically, if you think of them in this terms of that sketch, it's it's a spoiler for the whole film because it's telling you about, like, how they're going to miscommunicate like how how they're going to misinterpret you know weapon as lang- uh, weapon as yeah. tool and things like yeah. that, which is a nice at least. There's also it? an yeah. joke between the scientists because they would have heard of that because that was totally, probably yeah. told yeah. in their school. Yeah, yeah. it's a nice little Easter egg I read about, mm. which I, I, was, I can't take credit for working that out at all. <laughs> when you read it afterwards, you're like, oh yeah, that's that's, that's a cool little thing. <laughs> um, the actual design of everything I thought was quite good, like the ships and the like the ink inking and the yeah. All that. And the wide shots of the ship just hanging there are beautiful, aren't they? Yeah, like, there should have been probably a bit more of that. I don't know. It just seemed like in the trailer I saw, like there was a lot of more like ships, you no, know, like Earth ships and their spaceship and helicopters. Yeah. And I think they even tried to sell that there was going to be a war at the end, like because they showed like loads mm. of missiles being shot on yeah, the trailer. Yeah, yeah they yeah. really throw you on the trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you read what the what it is that she says to him that turns the tide of everything? No. Oh yeah, because it was because basically because obviously you don't know what she says, do you, to the general? Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's dying yeah, words. Yeah. Oh, yeah. what the words are? Yeah, right, what okay, the words yeah. are. So basically, you right. don't know what's said, uh, and when they uh, like question Villeneuve about it, he was like, "No, I'm not going to. No one will ever know. I'm never going to tell anyone." But mm. the screenwriter was just basically revealed it because he said he worked so hard on the translation in Mandarin that he was a bit <laughs> fucked off that it wasn't translated <laughs> on the screen. So he was right. like, well, I'm just going to tell people because I, I want people to know. But the, it is, uh, in war, there are no winners, only widows. So that's what she says. That's what her dying words were, and that's what Amy Adams says back to him that then kind of, you know... So I guess that's... Yeah. But, but it's not... You know, it's not hugely profound. But, um, you know, it's interesting to know what it is. Odd, odd dying words. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> P.S. I love you. Uh, or yeah. look after the kids. <laughs> How did she die? Was she, like, strapped to a bomb or something and sent into a war zone? What was yeah, that? that's the irony. She's the one at war, not not the general. She was, in fact, during a battle that she got her head blown off, and that's what she said. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> There must have been some uh, Chinese influence going on again on this, like Martian, where they have quite a pivotal role in saving the day. Yeah, they're quite negative at first, though. You do feel like it's Russia, China, isn't it? Yeah, and it's kind of like, oh, you're going after the old enemies here a little bit, America. But yeah, you're right, and then it all kind of oh, turns around, doesn't it? Also, in that bit when they go, uh, when they, she's saying, "Oh, why do why do we assume that aliens are coming out to get us?" and the army guy's like, "Well, there's history of this: the English going over to oh, Africa yeah. and stuff." And he goes, "The Germans in Rwanda." I'm like, "Hang on, you're an American. What, there's, a, there's one crucial, quite big uh, thing you're missing out of there, yeah. <laughs> which you're not going to talk about." 
that's yeah, a bit he's he, you're right when you said about the whole Armageddon thing because that his character, the CIA guy, is just really annoying. Like he is such a cliched, like totally. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, he is an awful character. Yeah. Right, should we rate it? Well, um, yeah. Where's it going to go? I'm kind of. I thought it would go quite high, but now I don't think it will. Personally, I would put this. Oh, I, I, it's really tough, as I say. I, I don't know. Um, sort of around 30, that kind of area. Independence Day sort of area. This is like what Independence Day didn't show and what and what Independence Day showed this didn't show. Yeah. I'm all right. But is it? Be- do you think it's above Independence Day or below Independence Day? Well, Independence Day is about 62 high, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> uh... No, it's I not. I just don't get it with you. It's um, not too high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Twenty-eight, twenty-nine. I don't. I don't even know. Anyone else? Any ideas? Yeah. So I think batteries not included is too high. I think it's better than batteries not included. There's a lot of shit yeah, all over that, the place, which is too well. low, or too yeah. high. It's just the way it's done. What have we it's done? <laughs> Creating a monster. Yeah. Oh, is it? Oh, but hold on, because we just all we're going to have at the end of this process is just a list and. <laughs> no, yeah. it's, a, it's a list of where the top will be the top and the bottom with the bottom. Everything yeah. in between will make no sense at yeah. all. <laughs> I'd put it one below they live. Uh, where's that? Uh, they where's live they 25. Live? So 25. 26. Above Lost World, but mm. below they live. Mm. Do you prefer this to Solaris then? <sighs> I don't know. Chris, did you prefer it to Solaris? Yeah, I probably would watch this again because I'd, I'd try and pick it, pick it more apart, and look at that procedural stuff and really analyse it a bit more and the language. I'd bit. put it above. I could enjoy Snow watching Piercer. that again. You put it where, Chris? Just above Snowpiercer. Above I would. Snowpiercer. Yeah. Mm. So you're saying twenty-two. You're saying twenty-five. And what did I say? Thirty. So, um, because so, uh, I think I'm what more it achieves in- is is more. The things that it touches on is more important than Snowpiercer, Silent Running, Her, no way. They Live. No, but the difference there is that Snowpiercer is a smaller story, but it's told better, for me anyway. You've pulled back the veil a little bit here, Sam. I do think you're completely right. The characters are giant cliches, and it shouldn't really get away with that, just because it's a clever, interesting... It's an interesting story. The characters are actually pretty lame. Yeah, they are. So... Yeah, I think it should go lower than I initially thought because I think you're really bang on with that. So, uh, 27? One Below Lost World? Yeah, I'd 26? Probably, above probably, Lost World? I don't know. Above Lost World? Do you want to write with that? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's better than Solaris. We're all, we're all yeah. in agreement with that. I'm, I don't think it's better than Solaris, but I'll, I'll take it. Right. Also, we've got to keep Dennis Villeneuve sweet. So when he makes that June film, he'll come on and talk to us and let's all go and watch June for free. <laughs> Brilliant. Divisive. So, there's our third film. So this week we have three new entries at number 26, Arrival. Number 28, Solaris. And all the way down at number 59, The Man Who Fell to Earth. Um, so yeah, thanks again to Daniel Fitzsimmons for his uh, recommendations. An interesting mm. week, definitely. Yeah, thanks a uh, lot. Yeah, we're going back uh, to our normal rules of not reviewing recent films, though, aren't we? 
Yeah, so normally we wouldn't be doing films, what did we say, last five years? Yeah. I think we said yeah, that. Yeah. Um, right, so next time. Well, bef- well actually, bef- before I say that, after next time, we've got a, a season, our first season of films coming up, which I think is worth <laughs> mentioning. It's Creature Feature March. Yeah. Yes, the, it's, it's April, it's Easter, isn't it? Yeah, built yeah. for Easter. It's Creature Features. So look forward to that. Little uh, preview there. But yeah, next time... Um, Steven Spielberg is bringing out Ready Player One and uh, we're going to do basically what the guy who wrote Ready Player One did and watch a few <laughs> 80s kids films so after next week we'll all be qualified to go write some shitty film that oh. Spielberg will option and make us all rich oh dear um, oh dear this is all the Ready Player One podcast is going to be isn't it you ranting about how much you hated the book have you, have you read the book yes I've read the book I, I quite liked it did you have you read it, Chris? I don't read books. I keep telling you. You should read this one. It's fucking trash. Oh god. <laughs> save it. Save it for later. <laughs> have you have you seen the latest trailer for Radio Player One? No. We'll discuss it next week. We'll no. talk about it next week. Okay. All right. right, so that's it for now. So um have you still got that list, Alex, you made about all the stuff where we are? Oh, I do. We are at science fiction rating system uh, at gmail.com if you want to email at us. Uh, system.com for the website at SF Rating System Twitter Instagram Science Fiction Rating System Facebook SF Rating System and we're on YouTube somewhere and we're on uh, what else we're on we're on Spotify Spotify yep we're all over get us listen to us uh, go see Native in the cinemas yes and ra- rank us on iTunes rate review five stars iTunes please yes cool brilliant Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Alex. Thank Uh, you. We'll be joined next week for some 80s kids films. For now, goodbye. Bye. Bye.